Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I am Wendy. Today we're discussing A Beverly Hills Wedding, part of the brand new Love Ever After series on the Hallmark Channel. For those of you who are new to us, Megan is a longtime Hallmark fan, and Wendy is pretty new to the Hallmark game. If you want more from us, you can grab our regular podcasts, which drop every Tuesday morning, and you can subscribe to our Patreon, where we are creating bonus content, like bonus podcast episodes, video podcast episodes, and even throwback, long story short, style videos. We'll leave a link to where you can find our Patreon, as well as other episodes of our podcast in the show notes. You can also find more from us at meganandwendy.com where we keep the show notes for all of our podcast episodes as well as a ton of additional blog content. And you can follow us on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. And we would also love it if you joined our Facebook group where we are Long Story Shorties. And we also love your emails. You can send us your thoughts on the show, ideas, Whatever you want to talk about, even if it's just Hallmark movies, you can reach us at meganandwindy at gmail.com. And we have an email this week after Wendy's plea for help. <laughs> so last week's movie, Snow Kiss, featured Jen Millie, who I really enjoy. And that was Wendy's first exposure to her. And it wasn't the best, perhaps, starting point. And so... A lovely listener named Lisa reached out and said, I would recommend watching A Dash of Love for a likable Jen Lilly movie. And she listed when it was airing, which was super helpful. And she also recommended Fall Harvest. Now, Wendy, you watched this movie. I watched A Dash of Love over the weekend. (laughs) So, hold on, then there was a plot twist. And I... um, I didn't update Wendy on the plot twist because she followed back up and said, actually, the movie I recommend is a winter love story, but A Dash of Love and Fall Harvest are also featured Jen Lilly, and she enjoys those. So you watched A Dash of Love. I did, featuring Jen Lilly and um, Brendan Penny, who is in Beverly Hills Wedding. Anyway, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought Jen Lilly had better hair in this this movie, and I like the story. It was... um, if I recall the story, I mean, it was just two days ago that I watched this, but like she is a cook and she gets a job at a fancy restaurant and then that chef steals her recipes. Anyway, it was enjoyable. I didn't like hate it. I, I'm i still not totally sold on Jen Lily, though. Oh, still no. Is it about, was it a Valentine's movie? Ish. It like took place during like February, but okay. yeah. All right. Well, I am impressed that you gave her a second shot. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch another one. I will. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you should try A Winter Love Story. And that is on February 9th, which is tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow as we're, we're recording, recording this. this. Yeah. Okay. I'll so, look for it. I also recorded those movies, but I have not watched them yet. A Dash of Love is a great, like, throw-on movie. If you want to, like, put it on and you're doing other stuff around the house, you know. All right. Do you have our synopsis for A Beverly Hills Wedding? Okay, so I do. And it's funny. I have two of them here. I have one from the original HallmarkChannel.com. And I also have one from IMDb. I'm going to read the IMDb one first. Okay. Beverly Hills Wedding. A woman wins her sister a Beverly Hills Wedding and gets a surprise of her own. That's all it says. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm like, a surprise of her own? What is she getting? Job? Before coming back, I think. Yeah, okay. 
The one on the Hallmark Channel is a little bit more lengthy. Do you actually want me to read this whole thing? The one on the app is not long. Okay, so you read the one from the app since this one on the website is super long. Beverly Hills Wedding. When small-town wedding photographer Molly's baby sister gets engaged, she enters the budget-conscious couple in a contest and wins a dream wedding, an all-expenses-paid, celeb-worthy event at historic Beverly Hills Hotel, thrown by Planner to the Stars, Terrence Rockford. Okay. It's word-for-word the same, (laughs) except it's missing an entire little other piece. Oh, but that's funny. It continues to go, it all seems perfect, but when the engaged Uh, couple seems uneasy with the new plans and the maid of honor duties bring Molly closer to the best man, her ex-boyfriend, Corey, she requit... Yeah. Can I do something first? Please. (laughs) Da-na-na-na. Da-na-na-na. Yeah. That's what I was really hoping for. A real throwback to my favorite Beverly Hills 90210. And did you feel like you got that? In some of the exterior Beverly Hills shots, I kind of did. (laughs) I did enjoy those. So let's do news and notes first. Okay. You know, it was interesting. One thing I always want to know is where these were filmed. Right. Especially one that includes like a real life location like Beverly Hills. And it was funny because the first article I came up on said like, this was filmed in Canada. And I was like, "Mm, I don't think so. I know what you're talking about here. Now you're going to reference the cinemaholic.com where it says it was shot all in Beverly Hills and Santa Monica. But I also don't... Yes? I don't think that's true, though, either. Now, and I looked through many articles and then could not find any other good information about where this movie was filmed. Did you come up with solid information that you trusted? The only thing that I did to dig deeper is to watch the end credits of this movie smart i am smart megan but what had happened is that they started to show like whatever was coming on next so the credits shrunk down into like a tiny little rectangle and i couldn't read anything but i did see the words canada so well i I would believe that the shots that were supposed to be oregon were filmed in Canada. Mm-hmm. I would honestly also believe that the entire movie could have been filmed in Canada because, okay, we have Beverly Hills exterior shots, but never with them in them. Mm-hmm. You know, every time they're walking outside, there's nothing that's clearly Beverly Hills Agreed. from my recollection. Mm-hmm. Agree. Like they drive to the f- bike to the food trucks, like that's just a parking lot. Yeah, exactly. And then the interiors could have been any hotel. Um, I know because the, the notes I have here it says that they shot exterior shots at the Beverly Hills Hotel Polo Lounge and Cabana Cafe, but you never saw any signage that said that that they were like in those actual spots. I agree. So I'm going to go with this was filmed on location in Canada, particularly because this was filmed. Well, some of the information I read said it was filmed in July of last year. Uh huh. And I believe that either that or they were freezing to death mm-hmm. <laughs> in the winter. I, but I will say that information was harder to come by on this movie than in other movies. And yeah. I feel like those websites were just making things up. <laughs> I think so, too. Just so they could get that top billing in Google. Yes. So why do you think there's less information about this movie online right now? Well, 
here, what I think is a lot of times those websites that get that information get it from the social media profiles of the stars of the movie. Yes. And they're wasn't good information on their websites. They weren't tagging locations. They weren't posting prolifically. I couldn't find a Twitter account for Brooke, and I actually don't think I found a public Instagram account for her either. Mm. Um, Brendan has one, but um, hadn't... Even one of the websites was like, here's a picture of Brendan's dog, where normally they would put, like, a picture of the cast (laughs) on on location. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, the cast hadn't dropped that information because I don't think these websites have access to this information from Hallmark. And I don't necessarily think Hallmark is publishing that information because they want you to believe that Beverly Hills Wedding was filmed in Beverly Hills. Yeah. I was going to look and see if IMDb tells you locations. Oh, I have it up right now. Let me see. Oh, filming locations, British Columbia and Canada. Mm. See? So there you go. I have one other note. Okay. And that is Emma Johnson, who played the sister... Sophia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her real life boyfriend was the steady cam operator for the movie. Oh, exciting. Yeah, she posted a photo of her in her movie wedding dress. Oh, that's exciting. With him. Yeah. That's on cute. Twitter. What was your first impression of this movie? All right. So my first impression of Beverly Hills Wedding was that it was enjoyable. I agree. I wrote overall I really liked it. However, I'm wondering if my opinion is colored by one of two things. One, it was very different from everything we've watched. It's no longer winter. It's no longer snowy. It's the colors were warm and saturated. We are on the same page. Yes. Also, I mentioned before, but I really love the lead actress, Brooke Diorsay. I may be saying her last name wrong, but I really enjoy her. She was in Drop Dead Diva. She was in Royal Pains. She was in, uh, she had a recurring role on Two and a Half Men. She's been in a ton of Hallmark movies. I like her a lot, and so I was primed to enjoy this movie. But I wonder if additional movies in this lineup uh, I will perhaps enjoy more, and this one just gets the benefit of being first and different, and so I liked it for that reason. Mm, So that's interesting. I wrote as well, it was light, especially after months of Christmas and winter content. It was nice to see non-snowy, non-cold scenery. I also thought that it had several really funny lines written into it. Oh, good. I didn't write any down. Oh, my gosh. I have a ton. And um, yeah, I just thought it was light and bright and I enjoyed it. Did I love it? I think that's fair. That's how I feel, too. Okay, so let's jump into what we did like about this movie. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Megan. I did love the fictional Hughes, Oregon, and the family farm. I thought that was a beautiful filming location. I looked it up to see if that was actually real, like a real location. I it's did, not. too. I didn't come up with anything. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I also loved the cover of Weezer's Beverly Hills that they play as they're arriving at the hotel. Girl, I wrote that down, too. I'm so... <laughs> So impressed that you, I mean, I know you knew that song because it was very popular, but yeah, I like that they like use that song in it. Yeah, I like it. Made it feel like contemporary. A real movie. A real movie. The last thing I liked was the final scene with Molly and Corey. I liked their, we'll figure it out together rather than the desire to like fast forward and decide what their next steps are, which are always kind of unsatisfactory to me. Right. They're just kind of like, we'll figure it out. We're, we'll make the decision together. Did they say I love you at the end? I didn't hear it. I can't remember. It actually makes me feel better when they don't. Me too. Yeah, just because it's that's so fast. Yeah. 
I mean, I know they have a long history together and that they were together romantically at one time. But if you're just rekindling that, I don't think you like jump right back into like, I love you. I'm falling in love with you. Whatever. What did you like about the movie? Okay. I very much enjoyed the cast. Mm -hmm. Brooke Diorsay as Molly. I thought she was adorable. I have some small critiques on like her character she played, but me too. Other than that, I really enjoyed Brendan Penny. Now, like I said earlier, I watched him for the first time in A Dash of Love. So this was the second movie that I had seen in him, seen of him, and I thought he's handsome. I thought he was a good actor. I liked him, but for the star for me of this movie was Matthew McCall as Terrence Rockford. I enjoyed him. <laughs> you know, he was in uh, Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. Oh, he was? I don't remember who he played. Oh. But he, he, his credits show that he was in that movie. But anyway, I, he was a star for me in this movie. I enjoyed him so very much. There were several scenes that I really liked with him in it. I thought the sets were beautiful, especially the dad's house was like so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a beautiful kitchen. And then they had like a beautiful outdoor space where they had like a, didn't they have like an engagement party or something out there? It was, With the fire pit. Uh, I just loved it so much. I love the scene when the sister's trying on the wedding dresses and the, I mean, you can get me every time with, like, that kind of, like, you know, I like a music montage. There was no music, and it was not montage, but she was trying on wedding dresses. I just loved it. It was, like, a throwback to, like, a special time in my own life. So mm-hmm. I really loved that as well. I love the champagne scene. Made me want to go have a champagne testing, if taste testing, if that's even a thing for sure someone is. not I mean, planning yeah. a wedding. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and lastly, I thought... The two leads had a really nice chemistry between each other. I agree with all of that. All right. From what we liked to the uh, uh, roadblocks placed in the way of our movie couple. Why don't you oh, go my first? God. There were so many, mm. I thought. The first at the very front was Jordan doesn't like his photo on social media. Yes, <laughs> I wrote. Oh, there's the line when you hear Terrence say, as long as you're OK with us taking pictures and videos of your experience. Mm-hmm. And that was an immediate like screaming. Uh Oh, for me. Yeah. Which is just funny. Like, I feel like for you and I, that would just be like, whatever, like. I wouldn't care if somebody was taking my picture and putting it in. I know that they're advertising, like, I get the point of needing to post on social media. But someone like Jordan, who's from, like, a smaller Oregon town, works on a blueberry farm. My husband would absolutely not be okay. (laughs) That's who I thought of. That is absolutely who I thought of when I... I He'd be like, I'm out. We're not doing this. Mm -hmm. Even if something was totally free? I don't know. I... No, I feel like he would be like, that's our moment. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't have social media accounts. He hates having his photo appear online. So probably not. I have, uh uh-oh, her long-lost boyfriend appears at the engagement of his brother... This is not the shocker we're meant to believe it is. (laughs) Seriously. Okay. That is what really bothered me in this movie is like how like annoyed she was by him actually being there. I was like, dude, it's his brother. Of course he's going to be there. So yeah, that was dumb. Um, uh Uh-oh, the wedding is in six weeks on Valentine's Day, which would mean that 
the story takes place at the very beginning of January. <laughs> yeah. I have I have like some did you see that in relation to that. Uh-oh. How's your entire family going to get to a wedding in Beverly Hills? <laughs> they never cover that at all. Like we don't I have know. that many guests. Yeah, but, okay, but how are they going to get there? <laughs> Yeah, they still have to pay for their travel to get yes. there. Uh, I have, uh-oh, Jordan is super annoyed at Molly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the annoying sister Molly who is taking over everything in the wedding. I guess she just plays the role of, like, the overbearing mom who would who would do that, right? I, I did think about that uh, because... I have some comments about her character in another section, but I was trying to think, was that realistic at all? And I think you're right. There are certainly some mothers who would try and control the wedding to the level that she was, and she was playing that role. I have, uh uh-oh, Terrence is kind of a snob. (laughs) I loved him, though. I mean, that's... They're just trying to fill that stereotypical, like, this is what a wedding planner from Beverly Hills is going to act like. Well, and he needed to have the transformation at the end. So they needed to make him, you know, oh, thanks for the blueberry jam. And, oh, you like daisies. And, oh, we're not serving beer. And, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I have some more quibbles with his character. But I enjoyed him. But (laughs) I do think they intentionally make him a snob. I know. Agree. Agree. Okay, that's all the uh uh-ohs I have. Me too. It is time for what we wished for. I'm going to take it to the very beginning. Okay. The font that they used (laughs) for this movie. (laughs) I I don't even know what it's called. I know we talked about this before. Like the graphic that they would, you know, the, what is, it has a word. What is it? I don't know. Anyway, the font that they use on this movie, I hate it. I wish they would use something a little more updated. I'm going to leave a picture of it in our show I have a picture, too. Oh, you do? (laughs) Oh. Did you take a picture of that just coincidentally, or? Yeah, I was taking a picture for Instagram stories, and it was Ah, was starting, and it's nice the title. Okay, I'm going to put that picture in our show notes, so you guys can see how, like, ragey I get about fonts. (laughs) It's me in bed, but (laughs) it's okay. I wished that this wasn't such an unrealistic portrait of a wedding planner, because while a planner may have a certain style, no wedding planner who wants to stay employed is going to not listen to the tastes of their bride and groom and take that into account. You can have a beautiful wedding. Yes, of course, he's used to fancy things, but if they want beer, if they want daisies, then give them big, beautiful, ridiculous daisy bouquets, right? Right. A wedding planner needs to listen at some point to the tastes of their clients, even if it's free. I agree. Like they were, there was a scene when they were cake cake tasting. That sounded weird when I was going to say it. <laughs> Anyhow, and they were talking about how, ooh, blueberry cobbler, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that's so pedestrian. Anyhow, incorporate, if it's just, if the groom wants vanilla white cake give him a vanilla white cake and incorporate some beautiful like blueberries on it or inside of it or something like yes he needed to listen to the wants of his his client tiny little blueberry cobbler tarts like oh love it i mean there are ways to make it work with their taste like when they were tasting the food you get to have food that you like at your wedding i mean Mm -hmm. At the seaweed, I don't know what they're eating, seaweed tarts? Yeah, that was, what? Is that a thing? Because <laughs> that looked gross. No. 
And I think they were saying, oh, our family's more into like comfort food. And I think that is very On kind trend. of sweet. Yes. If yeah. you had a wedding with comfort food, like I think all your guests would be happy with that. Yeah. A macaroni and cheese bar. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. That sounds amazing. That uh, sounds amazing. What else did you wish for? So I wrote that I had wished Molly would have been less startled, less annoyed with Corey's presence. Because I think if they have this long history, there's going to be more hurt and pain there. And not just like, oh, you begin. I don't know. I just, I hate when they make past relationships like that, when they illustrate them like that for these movies. I just can't stand it because it's not real. I hear you. I wrote, I wish this role suited Brooke more. I don't think she plays the snotty, I'm too cool for you girl well. Mm. And I love her, but I agree. I didn't like, I think they could have made her uncomfortable or nervous around him because she's hurt by him and she doesn't want to open herself up without making her I just felt like she was kind of snotty, mm -hmm. and I didn't enjoy that part of her character. Um, what did you think about, like, her photo job, her photography job? Like, it was such an aside. Like, it was not even necessary, I don't think, for the story. I, it didn't bother me, because otherwise, she didn't really have a storyline other than reconnecting with Corey. Mm -hmm. But... Well, I have some did you see that's about her job. I mean, you know, she's a wedding photographer. I don't know. I didn't really have many thoughts on her having wanting more out of life. Okay. But you didn't love it? No, I just thought it was like dumb and a little bit confusing how like this job opportunity she was going to like be able to show her actual work. Outside. I like it. Wedding photographers, I'm sure, make a boatload of money. So it wasn't ticking her box for like it being her passion but eh, I mean, she wanted know. to be an artist yes exactly exactly yeah. i do think there's a move that they do in these movies a lot where they try and like find the elevated version of their jobs as opposed to just celebrating like hey there's nothing wrong with being great at whatever job you have you don't have to be like i'm a wedding photographer i don't necessarily need to be a best-selling photographer whose work hangs in galleries to be mm -hmm. worthy right all right do you have anything else you wished for i did not yeah me neither i mean i thought this movie was very enjoyable like i wasn't hate watching it at all so we get to go to my favorite part in wendy's too which is did you see that questions plot holes and things we just need to discuss let's talk about it um, molly the photographer leaves before the reception and the opening wedding are you telling me <laughs> they don't take photos at the reception <laughs> Cutting the cake, the first dance, yeah. the bride and groom's entrance. Yes, I noticed it too. That was so funny. Mine is Molly barges right in after the proposal. Yes. Like she's like, hey guys, I'm here. And then she just like, you know, totally steals her sister away from like this romantic moment. I yes, and she's walking back with them. It's like yeah. the three of them walking back. I'm like, they just got engaged. Can they have a minute, please? Seriously, seriously, seriously. I have Terrence holding the base of the champagne glass, not even the stem, while the women are getting their pedicures. Did you notice that? I did. What's wrong with that? The base. I, I just struck. Why would you hold the base? I don't know. It's casual. I don't know why. It's I mean, casual I to hold the bottom, like. 
He's not holding the bowl. I, it drove me bananas. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to hold the whatever you call the top part where the liquid sits because it warms it up. The glass. You're supposed to hold the stem, but holding the base, I, I don't know, it looked uncomfortable. You're so funny. Like, how do you have funny. control over a glass if you're holding it by the base? I don't know. Okay, I mentioned earlier that it was six weeks before Valentine's Day because they were supposed to get married, like, Valentine's Day, I guess, which would have put them in early January in Oregon. It is not sunny, and it is cold and rainy. And they had these beautiful outdoor shots of them in Oregon. Yeah, which leads me to believe, especially since it was filmed in Canada, that our intel about it being filmed in the summer is correct. Mm-hmm. 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 It was beautiful and sunny and warm lighting like warm looking i liked that yeah um, me too. molly doesn't have an online portfolio yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have a website something yeah she doesn't have some sort of digital portfolio she can share please overnight me my portfolio excuse me you see her editing photos on a big beautiful computer you're telling me she doesn't have <laughs> some sort of pdf she can shoot over to this dude I know. Totally. I, I thought it was weird, too. She printed out a picture at one point, and I was yes. like, that's weird. Is that just like your regular old laser jet printer at home? <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't know what photographers have. Maybe that was a nice printer, but I don't know. I don't, it just was weird to me. I have another one. So when they're in Los Angeles, and Corey says, Molly, I'm going to take you out on some... I've arranged some alternate transportation, and then the next scene, they show them on like a two-seater bike, a tandem bike. Uh-huh. And I was like, not in L.A., dude. The alternate transportation are the electric scooters. And that would have been cooler. That would have been cooler. Yeah, not as cute, but... Um, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. I was thinking like riding a tandem bicycle through the traffic of Beverly Hills yeah. would have nope. terrified me. Especially nope. without a helmet. <laughs> Listen. Oh, totally, right? Yeah. Nobody rides bikes in L.A. Like, it is, the traffic is so dangerous. That's, yeah. Yeah, you can't ride it on the sidewalk because it's too crowded. And you can't ride in the street because you'll just get mowed down. No. Yeah. But you can ride those birds, so. (laughs) Yes, you can. They were recording on a camcorder for their social media footage. (laughs) But then whips out a camera to take a boomerang. Yes. An iPhone. I, I, no. I was just imagining the hassle of like downloading the footage off of that camcorder and then they're recording it for social media and that camcorder is going to record in landscape and they need it in portrait for Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Only, only the girls that uh, are only the people that know the back ground of what is required for social media yeah pick up on these and then he records the boomerang in landscape too i was like dude (laughs) so funny somebody on set needs to know what's going on here okay so when they went out to the food trucks to get lunch or whatever Uh they choose crepes from the food truck and look it if i'm gonna get food off of food truck situation like when they have a whole bunch of them like that you're you're getting like a taco or like a gourmet like hot dog or something like la is not a hotbed for crepes and so uh, i just thought that was so weird that that's what they chose to eat i mean i'm sure there's a crepe truck but that's dessert i was like give me food (laughs) yeah (laughs) they wanted it to feel fancy yeah 
And food truck food isn't typically fancy. I mean, it can be, but I'm sure the situation was not. (laughs) They needed something they could eat with a fork as opposed to like shoving a taco or a hot dog in their mouth. I guess. I guess. Do you have anything else? I do. Go ahead. So this is a Beverly Hills wedding. Mm. He comes to Oregon. He's going to create a Beverly Hills style wedding in Oregon. And they have the jankiest altar set up. Did you (laughs) notice it? I didn't notice it. It was awful. It was so awful. Like the whole like styling of this wedding was terrible. Terrible. I did notice there were lots of fake flowers when they were oh, looking at flowers. It was <laughs> looking at the daisies. So they were straight up like from Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just was like they could have created something so much more beautiful and it was bleh. I mean, I did think when they walked into the barn in the opening scene right after they've gotten engaged, it seemed very obvious that that should be the wedding location. They're like, where could we possibly get married? I was like, how about this big open space right here, folks? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Wouldn't cost you a thing to rent the space. And speaking of that, like, they just had, like, parents there. I mean, they were, like, trying to surprise them. And it was like, oh, there's four people here to say congratulations (laughs) to you. I don't know. I mean, that was probably, like, a COVID thing. There's no friends there. There's no, like, best friend of Molly and Jordan. You know, not yeah, Molly. No, Sophia and Jordan. I don't know. I was annoyed by that. Is there anything else, my dear? I have nothing else. Okay, so just a couple of very funny lines I want to throw at you. Yes. Okay, so when the wedding planner meets the two dudes, he's like, "Where did where did these? Who are these guys?" And he goes, "Straight out of Central Casting." And then Corey says. More like straight out of Oregon. I almost died. I had to like rewind it so many times to listen to it because I thought it was so funny. Well, I had, he mumbles that line. I had to put on closed captioning because I could not hear (laughs) the last line. I just, I couldn't hear what he was saying. But yes, I did think that was funny. I thought that was really funny. And then there was another one about like, who eats cake anymore? There's too many carbs. And Jordan's like, I like carbs. It's just funny. I just thought the writing was pretty good in this movie. With the exception of the character development of Molly. Other than that, I really liked it. I did think um, some of Brendan's lines were a little like, they didn't flow like conversation. Corey, Brendan, Uh Tony's lines. Yeah. Like when he was like, I'm deeply sorry. I was like, oh, that doesn't feel like something you would say. Like, I don't know. That line didn't feel natural to me coming out of his mouth. But Mm -hmm. um, And then there's another point where they're in a restaurant having a conversation. And I felt like, his dialogue didn't flow with his character, but um, overall, I did think the writing was good in this movie. I liked it. What are you going to rate it? It's so hard to rate the first movie. It is. Um, I want to say three stars. That's exactly what I gave it. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Like, I wanted to almost drop it to two and a half, but a two and a half doesn't feel very, like, good. <laughs> And I thought I liked it, so... It's possible that I will like other movies more. You know, there is a higher rating than three, but I enjoyed this. I wasn't annoyed with it. I wasn't bored. I didn't want to turn it off. I wasn't rushing to get through it. Mm -hmm. So it's a solid three-star movie for me. I agree. Now, are you looking forward to the other movies in the Love Ever After series? Well, so next week is playing Cupid. And one Um, thing that I think is... So in that movie, 
first of all, it's a modern day retelling of Emma. Uh-huh. And the daughter in the movie begins a business for a school project. And for me, I'm excited to see that because my husband teaches a class like that. And I just <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> I'm curious to see how they do that. That looks cute. And you know, I love Tyler Hines. And he is in the final movie on February 27th. It was always you featuring Aaron Krakow. Yeah, I'm really excited for playing Cupid. I'm also excited for Mix Up in the Mediterranean. <laughs> Except I'm... I hate the image they have created for this movie. Why? Because it has these like two giant man faces and her like itty bitty teeny tiny dotty in the middle. Uh, it's... <laughs> yeah. Feels like they're like the angel and devil on her shoulder. I don't oh, know. I, I don't like the graphic, but obviously they did not shoot a photo together. <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused by this movie because first of all, uh, I think her name is Jessica. I don't know how to say her last name. Lowendes. Do you yeah, know how to Lowndes? say her last? I don't know. She played Silver on the 90210 remake, you know, like a newer version of Beverly yeah. Hills 90210. She played Aaron Silver, like Okay. Anyway, I just think she's gorgeous. Now, what I'm confused about is the other dude is played by Jeremy Jordan. Mm -hmm. And if you recall from like the 90s, there was like a singer named Jeremy Jordan. And I always get confused. Like, is this that Jeremy Jordan? But it's not that Jeremy Jordan. Well, and speaking of 90210, there's like uh, they used his music and there's like a outgoing piece where Donna goes, Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. All right. right. Yes, girl. <laughs> Well, she's like playing it on the jukebox. And yes, that's my I know. memory. Is that where she's playing it at the Peach Pit? Yes. So every time I see the words Jeremy Jordan, I go, Jeremy Jordan. All right. Me too. Always. <laughs> Always. Oh, my gosh. Full, full circle moment here yep. with Beverly Hills. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I can't believe. I just thought I was the only other weirdo who like thought that. <laughs> because they did it at the end of multiple episodes. Oh, yeah. I did enjoy this song quite a bit. And the no, right kind of love. That's not the same dude. As we mentioned, next week we'll be talking about playing Cupid, the second of four movies in the Love Ever After series from the Hallmark Channel. And of course, you can get our regular Tuesday episodes when? Every Tuesday. We would love it if you would take a listen to those. And if you're enjoying our show, we would really love it if you would take a second and give us a rating and a review. It helps us a ton. Not only do we enjoy reading them, but it helps people find our podcast. And, you know, we just want to share the Hallmark Love with everybody. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.